Welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat podcast. Today I'm joined once again with, oh bye, I always get confused by that, is it? I'm joined by, with, okay, (laughs) anyway I'm with G. So for those of you that can see it, then um, yeah, great, hello. And hello. for those of you that can't see it, I'm going to have to, do you know, I keep forgetting to try and like describe what's going on, because I just assume that people can see what's happening. That's true. So um, yeah, that'll be the task for today. Anyway, so today's just going to be a generic chat. Um, it's Tuesday, mm-hmm. and this podcast will be out Wednesday, so recording this one a little bit late. And I just thought it'd be nice to also talk about a few trending topics or things that are kind of happening around the world and just have a general catch up from the last podcast. Because since then, you've met basically all my family, like uh, yeah. the extended family. Yeah. Met That's Eliza, true. went for the christening. Baptism. Baptism. Same difference. Mm-hmm. I know it's not, but mostly. Um, what else have we been doing? I uh, went to see a play. We did. We'll cover that later on. Um, yeah, the trip to England was good. Yeah, it was. It's interesting in some ways. I'll ask you about that in a second. But right, we'll get started with what we normally do. So start with your challenge of the week. And then in the middle, we're going to do how are you really doing? And then at the end, we'll finish off with the win of the week. So what's your challenge of this week? Mm, I'd maybe like to get back and in, back into the swing of doing some music. Mm. So it's just sort of messaging a few people and nice. sort of catching up and trying to get maybe get people together and get back into the way of that. That'd be cool. So we're in for those who aren't on video. We're in my wee studio. Yeah. Um, you might see some instruments in the background and working on a few things. Working on a reggae album. I'm working on a wee rap project too, so maybe the two of those, well, the two I've made a wee track with specifically the two separate people in mind, so we'll try to get them together maybe at some mm. point in the next week to work on that. That'd be cool. Um, and then I've been given a wee job to do and work, well, quite a big job that I'm going to try and finish this week too, so. Nice. Yeah. Business and pleasure. That sounds good. Good mix, yeah. balance. Yeah. What's my challenge of the week? I think it's just getting to the end of this week without like overly stressing because I've noticed just little things keep like annoying me or making me spiral. Not spiral, but I just want to enjoy the week because I do actually have a good week. I've got afternoon tea with my mum and my Irish nana on Thursday. Nice. And then I've got a networking thing with Ellie from Leaning and a few other girls on Friday. So like it's a good week and obviously like tomorrow onks mm-hmm. and food. So, yeah, it's just enjoying the rest of the week. Yeah. And another musical to look forward to tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, another musical. Singing in the rain. Yeah. Okay, so to, to be fair, right, we'll start with that then. So this weekend we went out and we watched Propaganda. Yeah. Propaganda, yeah. At the Lyric Theatre, which was really nice. So we went, we went to the Barking Dog first in mm-hmm. Belfast City Centre. The food was really nice. It like, was. so good. What did you get? 
I had a like a sweet potato gnocchi. Dish. Oh yeah, it was, it was really good. good, really garlicky. I forgot it was sweet potato actually. Nice. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. And then I got the like tapas. So there was pork belly. And we made supper. Chicken, yeah, chicken wings. And what all was the, all the animal, prawns. Me and animal groups yeah. cover. Yeah. And then you got some chips for the table, like yeah. Joey. <laughs> Chunky chips. They were good though. They? they were really good. They were really good. But and it, the, what about the drinks? Oh, <laughs> right. So I'm actually going to post that today. So there's this trending video that I've got, and I was telling him about it where, um, it goes, oh, what's your choice of drink? And the, the woman goes, Negroni. And then it carries on. So basically, I was like, as soon as I opened the cocktail menu, I saw Negroni and I was like, right, I am completely sold just because of social media. Tried it and it's honestly one of the worst drinks I've ever tried. Horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. But then you were saying it's a bit like a palate cleanser. Like, well, it's like an aperitif, really. Like, it gets your, like, you're supposed to get your taste buds going, I think, mm. and get you, like, you know, wet the whistle, as they say. Yeah. Um, but it was just rank. Oh, it was so bad. And then I couldn't, like, have the drink. And actually, so uh, before this weekend, I don't think I've even ever heard of aperitif. And I was just watching From Scratch, and that's set in Italy. Mm. And they were talking about the, like, before you start eating and the, the ones that you'll have after you've, yeah. like, you've been eating. So that's interesting. But, um... No, the food was really good, though. Yeah, it? the food was it's really good. Place. It was really, really good. And I feel like if I'd have ordered, to be fair, it was a very strong drink as well. And I've not drank in a while. So like that first sip would just burn. Mm. But that was fun. And then Propaganda was so good. That was your first musical. First musical in a theatre, yeah. Um, it was really good though. Like I was really impressed. Yeah. Like I really expected to hear it. Um, to be honest, the thing that was sort of pin and hopes on was like there was like a 12 piece band yeah so they I were great at the very least the musical would be good but they yeah. were phenomenal like it was set it was like an original musical commissioned by the lyric theater in belfast mm. um it was set in like the sort of mid to late 40s um and it was like um, sort of russians and germans and um you know smuggling people in and out and getting yeah. papers and all and like the music was very of that time, but it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. And so we were good. right at the front too, so it was yeah. cool to see the musicians and the conductor and stuff as yeah. well. But it was great. It was just cool to see something like that, like original, like an original piece created here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was brilliant. Well, I was even saying like that from the choice of what the play could have been, it was the last thing I, I was expecting because mm. I didn't look anything up before we went. So I knew obviously that it was going to be a musical and there'd be an orchestra. But the last musical I watched was probably like Hamilton. So I don't know what I was expecting, but it just wasn't that. But mm. it was so good. And the woman, the main woman was really good. I loved the conductor. He was just, he was so into yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. The music was yeah, amazing. Was yeah. So if I, to be fair, actually, so that's the second time we've been to the Loic Theatre together. And the second time I've ever been, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm quite enjoying doing something a little bit different yeah it's nice like it's a nice spot too and it's just yeah. it's like a it's a nice night out yeah it is a couple of drinks and bit of yeah. dinner and theater like yeah even walked back into town it was halloween weekend so there were loads of interesting mm. costumes it was funny yeah got the glider for the first time to be fair for those of you that like don't live in belfast definitely like is a place to visit there's just there's so much to do and it's so easy to like to get around but i oh, think right. I think we've talked about this before in terms of what we like about like here and I'd said before about food but it's just like that 
Saturday was just from start to finish. It wasn't the nicest of days. No, and it yet, was a terrible day yeah, otherwise. Yeah, like it was so gloomy. But overall, it was just such a nice <clears throat> day where you didn't need to do too much. Mm. But you still got a lot out of the day. And then Sunday we went to Stormont and had a walk around there. Like that was just really nice. Nice chilled weekend. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, definitely worth a visit. Worth going to the Lokes for your class. Okay, and then you were talking about... So yeah, since our last podcast, you met my family. So, well, I was... All right, so I was the most excited about you meeting Eliza and Linger, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I knew that my auntie would be excited to meet you. But this this wasn't even just, like, the slightly extended family. So, like, I grew, I grew up with my auntie and uncle and my two male cousins, um, who I remember. And then it was me and Linger. So they were kind of the main people that I wanted you to meet. And then, obviously, like, the boys, um, wives and Heath, um, my little nephew. Mm. But it was just everyone. At once. Yeah, at All once. At How once. did you find that? I mean, it's always going to be a, like a daunting prospect. Well, actually, no, let's take it a step back because it's not even just the fact that you met my family at once. We travelled for the first time with my mum and dad. Mm. So <laughs> That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, so from the beginning, how did you find that? Well, I forgot my wallet for a start in the car. Yeah, so but... So I, I could sense the grumpiness. But that was only, like, sides. 30 seconds yeah. out, so that wasn't too Good bad. Start. But no, I mean, it was fine. I mean, it was early, so everyone was kind of tired and stuff, I guess, too. Yeah. So, like, the way it was fine, and, like, I mean, you drove the whole the whole thing, which I definitely couldn't have done around those roads, like, unfamiliar roads, but... Um, I mean, like, obviously it helps. I've met your mum and dad plenty of times, yeah. so it wasn't really, that wasn't really an issue. Um, but uh, it, it was, uh, like, the travelling was fine. Yeah, but, it was. Uh, I, I, I definitely would have lost it if I had had the, the co-pilots that you had <laughs> in the back. Well, it wasn't even for that to, like, to start with, because it was fine. In the airport, we were all right. Got out and went to get the car, and then all of a sudden there were all these stipulations that oh, weren't in the terms yeah. of conditions. So whilst you guys were outside, I was still arguing with these people for a while because it was just, it just annoyed me that I'd printed it. Like it tells you, print off the terms and conditions, hand, hand them like some stuff over. Mm. And then all of a sudden they're saying that you need to have X amount on your credit card. You need to have this and that and this. Yeah. And then because dad had sent, like mum and dad just moved. So they'd sent off their driving licenses, which dad didn't bother telling me beforehand. Mm. So it was only me that could drive. And yeah. I didn't mind the drive itself. It was just, like you're saying, having... <laughs> The co-pilots. Yeah, with helpful advice. Yeah, but luckily, like, they fell asleep quite quickly. Several and they just times. wake up to say that they were cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so how was then the rest of the weekend? Meeting Lenga, meeting I Eliza. Really good. I mean, like, your brother is such a good guy. And, yeah. You know, him and Chloe were great, like, yeah. letting us stay and stuff. And, um, I mean, it, like, it was brilliant. It was such a nice weekend. Like, it was mm. nice to see a little bit of where you grew up and, yeah. our, you know, all that sort of stuff, so it was cool. Um, and it was obviously really nice meeting Eliza mm. and her wee friend as well. Yeah, um, Lyra. Or my new wee friend. Yeah, you? they loved you. Um, but no, it was good. I mean, it made it easier, the fact that there were the kids there too, at the baptism, yeah. like the party and stuff. Yeah. So I could sit and play with them a little bit. And um, But no, it was cool. I mean, it was it was nice to meet everybody that you've seen in pictures or heard about that yeah. you know put, actually uh, like put a face to the name and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Wemba was just excited because you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah. So he was straight away sold. Yeah, we're talking a bit about that, but we'll not talk too much about that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, especially no, after was, this weekend. It was good. It was a really good wee trip. Like, it was really enjoyable. Yeah. And, like, we had good crack the whole time, really. Um, yeah, it was good. And it was nice having um, Mabel and Delilah for yeah. company, too. Yeah, that was dogs. fun. I love those two. Yeah, it was um, like it was a daunting prospect, but everybody was so nice that it, it was fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? it was good. Um, well, they what you expected. I guess so. Yeah, because mm. I mean, you've talked about them a lot. Obviously, the two guys, the two cousins, you grew up with and stuff. So you've mm. talked about them a lot. So, um, but I guess to an extent, people are on their best behavior in situations like that too. You're saying that, but to be fair, I was expecting Muma to come up with some kind of. I don't know why it's crack about like, don't be a bleep word or I'll knock you out. Like that's the kind of person that Mooma normally mm. is. So the fact that he didn't even make any of those jokes. That... Must have been scared. <laughs> <laughs> if you're so funny if you listen to this. Boxer. Yeah, a professional boxer. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that I was expecting. Because I always knew that everyone else was going to be like really nice. I was just worried that everyone would be like trying to flock to you at once. So I was glad you met my auntie like the day before or whenever we dropped mm, mum and dad off. Yeah. So at least she could see you in the flesh and that was all right. Yeah. But yeah, I was just worried that it'd be loads of people at once that knew that you were like the new shiny toy mm. and would, like, would want to be around you, but no. Maybe you just didn't feel like you needed to say anything. What, me? No, your cousin. Oh, him. Yeah, maybe. It's true. Oh, and your mum's friend was a nice woman too. Yeah, she She's was nice. Night, really nice. Yeah. And the priest and all was nice. So it was a really nice wee service. Yeah, I suppose it was good because on your end, like you're not religious. So to be in a religious setting, meeting the whole family, the religious family, like that also like was on my mind. But like yeah. you've said, like it wasn't like a an overly no, Jesus bashing. I, mean, I think they're probably very aware that not everybody there has faith. Yeah, that's and true. I think you definitely tailor it to that. But, yeah. you know, it was funny and... Lots of, lot of funny moments between the, like the priest and Eliza and stuff. So yeah. I mean, it was like it was a really good weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, we're getting to near enough about halfway, so I might as well do it here. So, how are you really doing this week? I'm doing good. I mean, I sort of realised like just sort of recently, like the last few months have really been a bit of a blur because mm. like my mood was so low, like with my uncle not being well and stuff, and starting a new job and um. You know, just life in general. Yeah. I sort of feel like I don't know where the time went. And like it seems like yesterday I was driving up to work on my first day. Yeah. Um and now here I am like three months in. Yeah. Fourth month of That's the crazy. new job. Yeah. Um so I was really down for uh, I guess a, f a few months. Um but no, I definitely feel a lot better. And I think some of that is, yeah, my uncle sort of threw the treatment and he seems to be doing okay. Yeah. Um, and he just talking about it, like we had a, like a, a good long talk one day about how I was feeling about it all. That's um, good. And it sort of lifts a lot of the weight, as you know, when you do talk about that sort of thing. Oh, we talked, so you and you? No. Oh, okay. Talked. I thought you were talking about um, you and uncle. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, that was good. Like, I mean, me and my uncle talk about uh, everything anyway and yeah. you know, how he's doing and how I'm doing. But I guess it's different because... I don't want to say too much because obviously he's going through his own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I know what you mean. But it was good then that we were able to just have a good long talk about it. And obviously you have 
a similar experience yourself so yeah with dad. you can sort of understand a little bit what i was going through yeah um which obviously helped as well and even then just like i think i, I tend to avoid things like when i'm feeling like that like i just avoid my phone Mm. and i think it's because like maybe i'm expecting bad news to come through yeah. or something yeah just because i've had so much to do with in that respect in the last load of years yeah um but it's just even sort of replying to people i hadn't spoken with in a wee while and yeah. stuff helps and um so no i'm definitely doing a lot better than i was that's good what about you i'm good in general i feel like well, I wasn't expecting, it's like too much information for some people that don't like to hear about women's bodies, but we've had a, we've, well, we had Dr. Umbi on, so yeah, what, yeah, you're going to hear what you hear. But yeah, I wasn't expecting to be on my period, so that's, I just feel like my hormones are everywhere and I'm saying that, I'm laughing. <laughs> right, where did this come from? This is dad. Yeah. Women yeah. and hormones. It sounds about life. Yeah, whenever dad's talking about women, I don't know, he just categorizes us as having too many emotions because of hormones which is why i'm laughing but no um yeah i think like the only reason i'm you can't argue with the truth though but we all have hormones and <laughs> no, it's different <laughs> i know it's just wild but yeah i think i just wasn't expecting like i was expecting to feel normal and then all of a sudden like it's not like i'm fine in general and it's not a heavy period it's like i'm not in like the normal pain that i would be in but I think there's just that imbalance where just a bit off. Yeah, like I definitely feel like today's a day I want to watch something and just cry. So that'll probably be my evening my evening shenanigans. Well, it's not to the day then. It's <laughs> liberal. But yeah, other other than that, to be fair, like I like I said, I think I'm a lot better at managing kind of day to day lives and stresses and like I just keep reminding myself a lot of the things that do sometimes get me down it's stuff to do with the business mm -hmm. and because like there are pressures obviously I've got to make sure I'm earning enough money to cover what I need to cover and if I've got plans to make sure I've got enough for all of that so I think sometimes I add pressure on myself mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just inevitable so I just kind of yeah exactly yeah so I'm just trying to do as much as I can to make sure that I'm doing things my way in a way that makes me happy and over the last week I've definitely tried a few different things that have made me feel a bit more like I'm aligned in what I'm doing. So yeah, that's good. And to be fair, always as well, like whenever like I'm going home or you're going home, I always feel slightly down as well. So I'm assuming that's also a part of it, but yeah, otherwise all good. Okay. So what else is going on in life? Anything interesting with me? Actually, I'm talking about watching. So yesterday, I agreed to watch what was a it? Scary movie. Uh, and what what was it? It was the, the like the recent release of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So for those of you that don't know me, I do not like horror movies whatsoever. And you gave me three options, and they were what we ended up watching: Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. Seven. Seven. Which I nearly chose. Which is brilliant. Um, and what was the other one? Something in like woods, weird stuff happening. In... Oh, wrong turn. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <sighs> the only reason I agreed to watching something is just because I thought, do you know what? I'll appease you. I'll be nice to you because that's how much I love you. And Jesus Christ, like that just was not nice. And then you turned around and you were like, it's not even scary. It wasn't scary. It was gory. It was, it was scary. It was horrible. Scary. And then right at the end, when I thought that. 
Okay, it's over. I'm safe. Spoiler. I met well, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, but yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought I was safe and basically I was not safe. So that wasn't nice when I woke up at like six o'clock this morning and couldn't fall back to sleep. You're safe. It's it's a movie. It doesn't matter <laughs> because all of a sudden I was laid in bed thinking about each murder and how everything happened. Thank God I missed half of it. But yeah. So that's what we watched terrible. Halloween. It was so predictable. Like even the bit where he's hitting the hole in the wall and I was like, oh, chainsaw's in there. <laughs> and the chainsaw was in, <laughs> yeah, there. was in there. It was just really predictable <laughs> and cliche. And like, I think a lot of the, the bits where you looked away and were scared, mm. I laughed. So Wild. Yeah, so I think it'll be a while before I try another horror movie. Although I watched Event Horizon. Not so long ago, and that's quite a scary one. Which one was that? The spaceship that knows their thoughts. That's not really scary. That's more like, it's more jumpy. Yeah, kind of a little bit gory too, I guess. Yeah, but I liked the story. That one had a storyline, whereas really this good. was just, here's a group of people. You know that they're all going to die, or most of them are going to die. And just wait and watch each one. Like, it just didn't feel like, where was the story? At least the black eye didn't die first. <laughs> Did he not? <laughs> nope. He was like second or third. I was going to say, he must have been second. Yeah. Who went? For, oh, first was the woman. Technically. The old lady died. Yeah. And then the blonde girl died. Spoiler alerts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And the, the sheriff. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah. So he was like third, fourth yeah. or fifth, even. But that was just because Come of convenience. That <laughs> was because of convenience. <laughs> because they happened to be away from everyone else. And as soon as he could find the black person, he was done. He was done. Yeah. So he technically was the first Cleaver to go. The face. That was horrible when yeah. they showed him after. Because I thought they just cut his neck. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Lots of spoiler alerts here, so. Uh, I don't watch it. It was yeah. terrible. It wasn't fun. What else have we been watching? Kind of looking for something to watch, I guess. Mm. Like a new series. Maybe try that series, The Watcher. But the yeah, other two movies good. are good. Seven's really good. It's a, just a classic sort of thriller. Mm. Morgan Freeman, brilliant in it. And Brad Pitt's really good in it. Um, there was one I was looking for called The Ritual, which I thought would be really scary, and it's so good, but it's not on Netflix anymore. All um, I know is, if you think it's going to be really scary, there's no way I'm going to agree to this. Should give it a go. Really scary. I should give well, it a go. I don't go. know about really scary, but it was it was really weird and like creepy. I guess is mm. a better word for it. Well, I did say to you that if I'm going to try more scary movies then you're going to have no choice but to watch the things that I like to watch, like the really soppy stuff. Because I feel like I, I I filter out a lot of the stuff that I'm really into. So we'd be starting with Love is Blind, something like that, which you do not like the sound of. And actually, that's, so that's one of the trending topics I wanted to talk about this week. Because So I explained this concept to you. And for those of you that haven't watched Love is Blind, we're on season three. And... Netflix are releasing them in like a few episodes and then they'll leave it a few days and then do another few episodes. And the premise behind it is you have a group of people, so let's say 15 men and 15 women, and they all date each other but through a pod so they never see each other. And they'll date each other for about 10 days, ask loads of in-depth questions, get to know each other, and then at the end of the 10 days they decide if they want to get married or not. And then if they do decide they're going to get married, that's when they first see each other. So they leave it a few days and then they go and like introduce them to each other. They meet for maybe like a few minutes, let's say 15, 20 minutes, and then they go away and they don't see each other again until they're all away somewhere. So let's say like Mexico. And then after they have like a week's holiday away, 
as just the couples and then they all meet as well they'll then go and live together for a few weeks and at the end of the four weeks experiment they then decide if they are getting married so they either do get married or they don't and there are just to me right so you don't like the idea because you don't believe love is blind but I think you're taking it too literally I think what it's supposed to mean is that some things matter more than looks and you can meet someone and commit to them and be fully committed without ever seeing them because you love them for who they are like the personality that doesn't mean that looks don't matter whatsoever yeah i think it all matters to an i think extent. the premise is just daft <laughs> um at the end of the day too it's also entertainment yeah so regardless of of what it's presented as it's a show to entertain people they can say you know that maybe their their intentions are genuine to match people and mm. create lasting relationships built on two people connecting on stuff that's not just surface level yeah but it doesn't work you're saying it doesn't work but doesn't there, there work. have the been some successful lie. there have been some people that have been successful and have stayed married i know the second series didn't go down too well there've been a few divorces but from the first one, especially uh, Lauren and Cam, I think it's Lauren, yeah, and Cam, interracial couple, Ooh. but they were absolutely amazing. I actually need to show you what they so look one. like. No, but they're just, they're, they're the ones I'm picking out because that is your typical, like, it's such a great story. Like, no one expected her to come back with a white guy, and she'd said that she was worried because her family might not accept him. He wasn't really bothered about, like, race or anything. But again, he knew pretty much straight away and it's just worked really well. They're, they're the ones that stand out because it's such, it looks like such a pure love and they went into the experiment for what it's supposed look? to be. They are both good looking. But they'll pick... So if one of them, like, if one of them really didn't look the way the other person maybe wanted or would find attractive, would they have got together still? Right, so this is part of my issue with this later series and the fact that, right, so there are three men that are complete red flags. One of them's called Bartice, and he's one where basically the woman he chose to marry, like he cut someone else off whilst they were in the pods, and the one he's chosen to marry physically isn't at the top of like his list, but emotionally he went on, he chose her because of the emotional connection. But now they're in the real world, she's now like, well, what the hell? Because it, originally you did say that you were attracted to me. But let's, he's also like 25 and she's 31. So I think there are like, there's a mis, there's yeah. a mismatch there. And then the other two that are red flags, there's, I think his name's Matt. And this guy was with someone for like 10 years, was married and got divorced. And this, this girl that's like, I think he must be maybe in his 30s. This girl's about 25. And she just seems like, she just wants someone to choose her. Mm. So she got rejected by two people in the pods. And then all of a sudden he started, like, um, I think one of the other guys, when they met, they all met, had said that she was really good looking. And she wasn't being, like, disrespectful to him, but she was basically being like, oh, well, someone's saying I'm good looking and we did talk in the pods. Thanks. Then the other guy was like, I can't believe you did that. It's over. And there were just things happening there where you're like, if this is how you're acting right at the beginning then like this isn't going to work well yeah and then from the first one that I was talking about with Bartice, the girl's mexican 
So one of the guys she was talking to, I think he was called Andrew, and he proposed to this girl as well. She said no because she wanted Bartiz. And um, he went to do like an interview like this and asked the producers, oh, can I just take a, a break? Oh, yeah. And gets out eye drops to make himself look like he's crying. But when I watch that, and what's, what freaks me out is what maybe other women are seeing and like young girls because... So I was laughing because I was saying, um, like, when we started dating, obviously, like, I've journaled, but, like, I started writing just nice things you do for me just because, because I wanted that reminder that, like, you've, like, your love language is acts of service. And sometimes, like, I just need that reminder of little things before I get in, like, in my own head. And I was looking at this list of stuff that you just deem as being normal, everyday things that you've done from the beginning. Whereas these men are just doing things that very much in a normal... You just wonder, like, if they weren't on camera, how bad would they be as partners? Because at the beginning, mm. they present themselves as really nice people, as just genuine people that want to get to know these women, that want to be in love, that want all these things that we all ask for. And then all of a sudden, they start just being horrible or, like, doing things that just aren't nice. And then that makes me think, well, what are women accepting like that it's a shame you've not seen the show because i feel like yeah, but it isn't even it isn't that that notion of like grafting as they say like i heard them talk about that on, on love island or whatever mm. where like you just do you like essentially put in the work until you've got them yeah and then stop yeah but like that's what a lot of them are probably thinking but also yeah i think some of it is on the people in the show if they forget that they're on a show that's primarily about entertainment mm. like i feel like that should be at the forefront of their minds in that show yeah, like this is true. not real life like by virtue of the fact that there's a camera on them yeah. they're behaving differently yeah so the guys might be behaving in a particular way but they might be then different in real life as well yeah, like not necessarily for true. the worse even yeah. possibly for the better yeah because like if you're in a game you're going to play the game yeah, it's very true. Because you want to win, so ultimately they want to get the prize, which in this case happens to be a partner, and possibly then a career in the limelight after that. Mm. So it can't be genuine. Like this is the thing that I'm, I think about it is that regardless of what they all say, it can't really be a totally genuine because it's an it's a show of that's for entertainment. It's essentially a game. There's no monetary prize, right? No. But the prize is a partner and potentially like a career, like a social media, whatever. Yeah. So it. I just don't really buy it. I think the money they spend in that show, if they just got in some really good therapists and let them speak to all these people, they'd probably find somebody really nice anyway. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, I just suppose that's also the difference between, like, how we see life, because I'd have definitely been the type of person that would have gone on something like Love is Blind. Yes, you would. I nearly went on, uh, what's that one with Fred? Oh, First Dates. Yeah, First Dates. I had, like, years ago before I met Sean, when they were doing First Dates Hotel, like, the first series. I had an interview for that and then I met Sean, so, mm -hmm. like, I, like, I get where you're coming from, but I also think, like, I'm always in that mind of, I'd be willing to try something really random to find love, and I'd like to think that I'm genuine, so there's going to be someone out there that is genuine, but I also now think maybe that's, like, the naive. I don't think it's naive. I think it's, I guess it's just hope, isn't it? Like, you hope yeah. just to meet somebody that you like and whatever, but... I don't think it could ever work on a show like that. And I think if we really delved into the numbers and looked at like dating shows and yeah, the success, success rate, rate, 
they don't work. Yeah, because that's it, true. It's just, as I said, by virtue of the fact that there's a camera there, people aren't being themselves. Yeah. So it's ne- I just feel like it's never going to work. The ones that do get together and it works are the exception to the rule. Yeah. Um, so I just feel very cynical about any show, like any dating show like that. Yeah, that's true. Because I true. feel like it just sets it up for people to get together under false pretenses. Because who's gonna let? Who's gonna really show their true self on TV anyway? Because you know it's going out the middle. Yeah, of if it's negative, yeah. Um, and like we all have character characteristics that we could work on and improve on, yeah. but you're gonna hide those in TV. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's where it's even important to have a look at because obviously people are watching that thinking maybe this is the like. This is what a normal relationship looks like. Nah, nobody really is going to watch that and think that this is what a normal relationship looks like. No, but what I like. mean is in terms of how, how the men act. Like, they'll see that as being normal. And because, especially, like, I've been around people. Like, I, I'm doing a series on TikTok now for some of the dates I went on. Like, you saw some of the messages. Mm. The guy that was talking about my hormones and, oh, I thought I'd leave you because what? You yeah. were, I was being too emotional, just trying to ask, like, okay, make it clear, what is this? Yeah. But I think that's where... Now, I now wonder, like, where do people go to find good role models in love, in life, in those types of things? Because I look at us, and like I was saying to you, I had a good foundation in my previous relationships. Like, fair enough, like, with Simon, I got cheated on. With Sean, there were difficulties, but Sean did love me, and there were things in there that I thought had such a fam- like a good foundation that I brought them into what I wanted out of this relationship mm. and that's just made this relationship better. But if I hadn't gone through that and I thought the negative things were normal, I'd just keep going in that cycle because you've even taught me things that, like I was saying, the fact that I've got this list of nice things that you do and when I talk about it, everyone's like, what? Like to me, you like the first time you showed up to the airport and you were inside the airport waiting, like that, was different like the the little things you do like giving me decaf tea without even saying like you don't say half of these things I find out by accident but just so that I can sleep like all these things that again are just normal day-to-day stuff like you've said maybe like you weren't grafting to stop but it I'd never even use the word that you're you're grafting because that's who you are day-to-day but then that makes me think like again like I'm saying where are people supposed to but we must, everybody must have some frame of reference in their personal life that they can draw on. Um, and we've all got information at our fingertips. If mm. push comes to shove, just type it into Google. But that's the problem with social media. Because social media is teaching, especially girls, yes, there's a, obviously a lot of people will be like, that's not normal. Mm. But I can't tell you how many times I've been scrolling through TikTok. Some of like my like popular videos have been talking about like how I so- I've seen dating after therapy mm. and how much of a difference that's been. But I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen girls talking about, like there was one the other day that was basically saying, she kept messaging this guy. He clearly wasn't interested, but anything, any little bit of like attention he'd give her, mm. she'd be like, oh, but he must be interested. Yeah. But when she showed you the messages, everyone was like, how, how could you not see that he wasn't bothered? Like he's, he's not even starting conversations. He's not saying that he wants to meet you and there's even one guy that went on and posted about how oh you should like these are the four things that you should be looking for um when you're going on a date with a guy he needs to ask you if you're still on like for that day he needs to give you suggestions and options for what you can do 
Like just things that should be like the not even the bare minimum. Mm. Like he should ask you about how your day was. Like to me, that's surely like your partner should be a friend, and he's advising these people that as a bare minimum for dating, this is what you should be looking for. Whereas I'm going, that's not even a bare minimum. Yeah, I guess so. Is that not just indicative of the fact that really to be successful in a relationship, you just need to start with yourself rather than worrying about with the other person. Like a lot of people bring all their baggage and like nobody really goes through life without acquiring some sort of baggage, whatever yeah. that may be. But really, isn't it a case of you work on all that stuff and work on yourself before you can even then entertain allowing somebody else into your life? Yeah, Because if you're carrying all that baggage and you haven't worked on any of it, it's always then going to impinge upon that other person that you bring into that. Yeah, that's true. Whereas with like the both of us both haven't gone through therapy. Thank God. Like we can... We can, there's nothing that's really off the table in terms of conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> but it even teaches you what you allow and what your boundaries are and what you'll accept and what you expect and all yeah, that stuff. That's true. And once you acquire all those tools and information, then the rest can sort of look after itself in yeah. a way. Not that like you need to obviously keep working yeah. on it, but like it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the issue is that a lot of people are putting their hopes on this other person coming in to save their life. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. And if that's your expectation, I think it's set up to fail because the expectation is far too high. Yeah. Because nobody really can change your life other than yourself or it has to at least start with yourself. Yeah. So I think that's really a, a lot of it. And kind of maybe what I see from the periphery of, of all that sort of stuff is that people just don't do enough work on themselves. And they put a lot of expectation and, and weight onto the other person that they bring into their life. Yeah, that's true. Which just doesn't work. Like yeah. I've done it myself. You know, you pin your emotions to somebody else's and it just sets you up for failure. Yeah, that's so um, true. That's a good point. Because I was actually thinking, so the other week I was thinking, like, how did I get so lucky like in the situation that we're in and just where life is? And then I thought, actually, no. Like, I've worked so hard. I've put in so much work yeah, and like, I've had so many tears and whatever else. Like, going on my solo dates, like, I've had to spend time getting to know this new version of me to know what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, go through that and the change and how it distances you from other people and all of that. So, yeah, it does take a lot of But even having the confidence to, to ask for what you want. Yeah, that's A lot true. of people in relationships don't ask for what they want Yeah, for whatever reason. But that also surprised me, like, when we first started dating, you said something along the lines of, like, tell me what you want, and if I don't give it to you, then, like, basically you can sack me off. And it was just that straightforward, and I just remember being like, I've never had anyone just be like, well, I'm here to give you something as well. And that surprised me, but, yeah, that's all, that's all new. Good, though. Yeah, good. In a good, very good way. Right, we'll wrap it up, so how oh what's your win of the week my win of the week is just getting back into feeling a bit better Mm. and like reaching out to people yeah because it's just when you put it off and put it off and the number on your whatsapp keeps going up (laughs) yeah it just seems like something so daunting to go and just even send a message just saying hello to someone that's true um so that's my win of the week nice that's a good one i did that the other week felt so good What's my win of the week? On my, my win of the week is how organised I've been. Like, I'm a, an organised person, but I made sure that I'd done a lot of the stuff I needed to do for, like, my clients for the month last week. So there were still bits to do now, but it means that, like, today I could have a day off. Like, this isn't, this doesn't feel like work. But 
well, I'm like, like I've said, I'm going to like be going for afternoon tea. I'm going to be doing stuff this week that will mean that I'm not working, mm. but I'm not in a place to be stressed because I've done so much. Like I sat yesterday and did like the business's content for the month mm. in like two hours. That used to take me ages. So I think it's just been nice to kind of look and go clearly as time's moving on as much as I am hard on myself sometimes like there's a difference in what's happening and what I can see within the business and within myself and what I'm getting done but also like I was saying to you the other day it also helps like I used to be really scared and think like am I doing well in spite of my mental health and the situations I was in or like how is that all working and I just feel like I'm like I'm just in a really good place and really motivated and because I've got the right people around me, it's just making a massive difference. Mm. So um, yeah, my win of the week's even just that realisation. That's good. Which is good. Perfect. Well, thanks for joining me once again. Can't wait for the next one. Um, yeah, if you haven't liked, subscribe. If you don't already have it to automatically let you know when the new podcast is coming out, to be fair, it's normally on a Thursday around nine o'clock. But um, yeah, turn all of that on. And yeah, thank you for supporting this. Like it's been three months. Which I can't believe, like, mm. this is now episode, I think, like, 13-ish, 14, something like that. But, yeah, it's going quickly, but I'm really enjoying it, and I'm learning a lot. So thank you for being a part of that journey as well. My pleasure. Yeah. Well, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>